0: Hello and welcome back to Café Awlit. Lit. I am super pumped for this book. And I have been super pumped for this book since I read it a while back. I believe I read it back in... No idea. Uh-huh. <laughs> My Goodreads says I um, reviewed it on October 2nd, 2023, which is not true. Um, yeah. Anyway, Brooklyn Crime Novel by Jonathan Letham And... This is one of my top couple of books, top few books of the year. Um, I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was a masterpiece. Um, the way that he writes, the narrative voice is so strong, keeps you engaged. Um, it's also a very interesting sort of novel in in the way that it jumps around so much. It's very um, vignette heavy, I guess you could say. Like the chapters um, are very, very short. There's like 104 chapters, I think, um, in like a 400-page book. So, you know, every chapter is like fourish pages there's a couple longer ones as well um but man oh man did i just absolutely love this book okay i read it back in july finally figured something out um it was my first first book i'd read by jonathan and if you so if you have not read him before, don't feel like you have to start with um, his older work. This this for sure stands on its own. Um, it takes place on um, in the area of Dean Street, neighborhood of Dean Street in Brooklyn. Um, so let me just go ahead and read you what's on the back of this back of this book Um, I usually do that anyway read the description kind of get you started off on the right foot on the streets of 1970s Brooklyn a daily ritual goes down the dance money is exchanged belongings surrendered power asserted the promise of violence lies everywhere a currency itself for these children black brown and white The street is a stage in shadow, yet in the wings hide other players, parents, cops, renovators, landlords, those who write the headlines, the histories and laws, those who award this neighborhood its name. The rules appear obvious at first, but in memory's prism, criminals and victims may seem to trade places. The voices of the past may seem to rise and gather as if in harmony, then make war with one another. A street may seem to crack open and reveal what lies behind its glimmering facade. None who live through it are ever permitted to forget. Written with kaleidoscopic verve and delirious wit, Brooklyn crime novel is a breathtaking tour de force by a writer at the top of his powers. Jonathan Lethem, one of America's greatest storytellers, that's the Washington Post, has crafted an epic interrogation of how we fashion stories to contain the uncontainable, our remorse at the world we've made. If that doesn't make you want to read it, I don't know what I'm going to (laughs) say to make you want to read it. Um, And it was blurbed by Percival Everett. Um, Yeah, I'm going to read that blurb. Why not? The levels of mystery here astound. The whole is greater than the sum of the parts, and then the parts decide to act alone and challenge the whole. Lethem is not only interrogating the form of the crime novel, but the venture of storytelling itself. All of this while remaining a joy to read, full of strange characters and expertly rendered place. This brilliant, genre-defying work will certainly leave a mark. Man, and it really is true the whole is greater than the sum of the parts and i mean the parts themselves are i mean there's nothing wrong with the parts i mean i enjoyed all of this um but the the chapter titles are great even in context of the book i would say um On the back of the book, it mentions delirious wit, and I think that's what really drives. What really drives this narrative onward is is the wit. Like, because some of the stuff he's talking about in here is kind of dark, you know. Um, he's talking about people getting mugged, people getting, you know jumped all sorts of stuff. And it's just the way it's presented is almost like a, uh, how would I describe it? It's just presented in such an almost comical fashion, uh, which I think makes sense that Percival Everett liked it. Cause I feel like his, his books are a lot like that. Um, by the way, While I'm talking about Percival Everett, I just finished his new book, James, that comes out in March, and if that doesn't win the Pulitzer in 2025, then the Pulitzer prize board has failed. I know that's a really strong statement to make, since that's the only book that I really know about that I've much less that I've read that really will qualify for the Pulitzer prize in 2025. But that book is so damn good. Um, This book, I don't know. They're so different. Um, This is, I think this is my favorite book of this year, Brooklyn crime novel. It's something that has sat with me since July. Um, and I mean, I kind of knew who Lethem was, um, because I knew he had gone to Bennington College with Donna Tart, Jay McInerney, and Brett Easton Ellis, and I love Donna Tart, and. I love Bright Lights, Big City, which is all I've read by by Jay McInerney. And Brett East Nellis is an excellent novelist in his own right. But Jonathan Lethem, with this book, has created something all his own that I'm not sure... if any of them could top at this point. I mean, you can go back and look at The Secret History. And again, it's hard to compare The Secret History to a book like this because they're so different. Um, And we'll see if this one stands the test of of time like that one has. Um, You can look at Bright Lights, Big City, but I mean, this is a better book in my opinion and i love bright lights City. this is a better book it's a more mature book obviously i mean it's it's unfair to compare an author's like whatever numbered novel like we're using double digits you know to someone's first novel um but i don't know man uh It just, it really talks about the intersection of like sort of class and race in a couple of different ways. The people start, you know, set in Brooklyn um, on streets with like the the old brownstones and and the brownstones are being gentrified through this, through the time in this novel which a lot of it does take place in the, in the 70s, but it takes place as, as recently as um, a kind of a, a current day and as early as the 60s. Um, so, I mean, it just covers so much sp- space and time. Um, and by space, I don't necessarily mean geography um but man and i think it is difficult to succinctly say what this novel does but it's the characters are so good and so like you leave them and you join them a lot of them don't even have names some of them have nicknames, um, but he just slowly builds, and I was enjoying myself the whole time, but like the closer I got to the end, the more it was kind of starting to kind of come together, not in the traditional narrative sense, um, but just like kind of the portrait he was trying to paint felt like it was it was coming coming together and sort of all the spots were were being filled and i guess you could look at it almost as like a a paint by numbers situation you know he's he's got all these little i think this is what a paint by numbers is i I'm second guessing myself all of a sudden. But he's got this this canvas and there's all these little little areas. There's 104 little areas. I think is what 124, my bad. 124 little areas. That would be the chapters, obviously. 124 little areas that he is um got to fill in and he's filling them in one at a time. Some of them are bigger than others. Some of them are very, very small. And so at first you're like, I'm not sure where he's going with this. He started over here. Now he's on the other side of the canvas. Now he's in the middle. Um, Now he's back to the other side. You know, you don't really know what the picture is. And then, as you get about halfway through, you start to see, okay, you can't quite tell what it is, but you can tell that a shape is starting to emerge from this. You you might you think it might be kind of one thing. You think it might kind of be another. And then, by the very end, obviously got all of all of the all of the little sections filled in and you can see the whole picture and it's beautiful it's absolutely beautiful um, you know because to paint that whole picture you need you need the dark you need the light you need um, all those in between Gradients. I, guess. I don't know. I'm stretching a metaphor too far now. But you get my point, hopefully. Um, I'm going to try to sell as many of these as I can because I just want to talk to people about it. Um, I kind of want to reread it, but I just don't have time to reread. <sighs> Might do it anyway. We'll see. Um,. And, yeah, he's got some interesting chapters in here. There's chapters that are just like um, a track listing. Let me see if I can find that one real quick. I don't know. Um, But he's got like chapters, quote chapters, whatever you would want to call them. Um, If things the screamer screamed were a greatest hits album, parentheses, compiled. That's the name of the chapter. That's the big title. Side one, they don't like you. So, or side one, track one, they don't like you. Two, you want to call the police? Go ahead. Three, I said I don't want to eat now. Four, everybody's Puerto Rican on my block except me. It's almost like it's like a, like a punk album or something. Uh, and those could have changed slightly. This is an advanced copy of the book. So don't take that as a direct quote. Um, But there's a character called the Weeze, a character called C, um, Milt the Vigilante. And all these sort of like creative um, creative little names, and just they all feel somewhat caricature ish, but also real at the same time. Um, and I have gone back since I've read this and I read his first, his first, I'm pretty sure it was his first novel, Gun with Occasional Music. And it's, it's more of a, it's more of a detective novel. Um, but you can see kind of his, his wit and humor, even that early on, like it, I mean, it's, it's matured and grown, of course, but like it, he's still got that same kind of, um, thing that pulls you in, um, that same narrative gift has always been there. He's just matured it and put together something like this. Um, and I wasn't terribly surprised this wasn't on any book prize lists, um, I doubt I'll see it on the Pulitzer, but it'd be it'd be real cool um for it to be seen as a finalist or a winner. It's not going to happen. Um I think at this point in his career uh he's kind of like a writers writer, an author's writer, if that makes sense. If you like the craft of writing and you like writing um I guess that makes sense I don't know uh, but he's like one of those like writers that authors other authors other writers enjoy because you can see the the craft um, this book's probably not gonna sell a ton of copies unless I can help it <laughs> um, but man I and this is not for everyone it's gonna take... Uh, Some patience and probably a particular kind of reader who's willing to um, wait for, wait for the picture to kind of start coming together. Um, But I think if, if you stick it out, it's absolutely worth it. And it's not, like I say, stick it out. It's not a, like, just dreadful, miserable, like you got to get through this many pages for it to be worth it. No, I mean like every individual little, little piece has something to it. Um, it's entertaining. It's educational. Um, and, and it's just, it's just a real, real work of art a real masterpiece. Um, And I will be getting my copy as soon as I get to work in the morning. Um, like I've got this, I've got this advance copy, but I want, I want a real copy for my shelf as well. Um, real. Uh, A trade edition I guess I don't know um, yeah I think this is kind of like one of those instances where like I don't know if you've ever like had experienced this but like when you love something so much you have difficulty really explaining um, what it is about it and this book has has that kind of almost ineffable quality Um unless you're Percival Everett, uh, in which case you're really good at describing things. Um, Lethem is not only interrogating the form of the crime novel, but the venture of storytelling itself. And I just, genre defying. Absolutely. One hundred percent. Um, Percival Everett knows what he's talking about. So listen to him. You don't even have to listen to me. Um, Yep, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna just cut it off here, because I'm just rambling. And for what? And for what? Go get this book. Um, you will not be disappointed. Yep, that about settles it. Alright, um, yeah, that's all I got to say. So, as always, until next time, keep on reading.